their grandparents went to Woodstock, but look at them now. Some of you women out here, third generation thought. You ain't been around real people. You stayed your ass on a resort. San Antonio is very segregated. Like five minutes into the, to the whole set, my mic go out. Ooh. I know <laughs> I got a good enough dick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Welcome back to King of the House. I am your host, Rick King, and today we have a special guest, which is Lando Shepard, a.k.a. Funny Man Shep. Thank you so much for joining King of the House, Shep. So let's get right to it. Uh, so tell me a little bit about your comedic journey. Shit, I'm, work I'm working on five years now, man. So also when you started out, what were some of your struggles? One of the things was, man, I was, I'm old. I'm older than a lot of the comics. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my content, man, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, they couldn't understand it. But at the same time, I didn't care because it's not about how other comics felt. It's about if I got laughs or not. Yeah, and sure. that's something that I try to push on other people that's new to stand up to. It's like, who cares about what other comics think about, you know, if, if you fit in or not, man. It's about making people laugh. Yeah. So to this day, man, I don't have a who or a left joke, bro. I don't have that. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't have it. I, I mean, it's certain things that I, I can talk about because I'm a single parent. I'm owner-operator of my business. You know, different facets of, of my life, man, is, you know, I've lived. Yeah. You know, I started doing a stand-up, man, when I was 36 years old. So, okay. you know, my, my content is kind of over a lot of people, you know, it's, it's something I used to say a lot, man. I used to say millennials are mad at their grandparents not knowing that they were just like their grandparents at that age. <laughs> <laughs> their, grandparents, they, they, their grandparents went to Woodstock, but look at them now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you feel that you have to maybe like refine some of your material in order for like other people to, to understand like where you're coming from or, you know, your perspective on things? No, 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 because that's me. Yeah, I can't, I can't be nothing else but me. For sure. So for me to try to conform or, or try to come across as different, that's not going to be me. It's not going to be authentic. So either you're going as an audience member, you know. And I said this last week. I was on stage. I was. I said. Um, I, I made a point to say that this is a learning experience for some of y'all. Yeah. Because some of you people only learn shit that you think that is uh, conducive to your life. But how about other people's life? <laughs> <laughs> because you got to talk to them like that. Like, I'm, I'm the oldest out of my siblings. So sometimes, you know, I go, I shift gears and go into big brother mode. No be like, hey, look here, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> shit, life that started when you was born, motherfucker, this shit been going on. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're the only person that's been having trouble with the old. Some of you, some of you women out here, third generation thought, and they don't even know it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they ain't trying to dig that deep. Yeah. You know, but but one thing that that stand up does for me per se, when, when they say that stand up is therapy, therapy is something that you dig into. For sure. You know what I'm saying, like like I got a problem with people touching me. And I know why I got a problem with people touching me is because I was molested as a child. You know what I'm saying? And I can go into depth about that because I've dealt with it. I've, I've dealt with it. Yeah. 
But when you get up on certain topics, it's uncomfortable to some people it's because the motherfuckers ain't dealt with. That's true. You know, you have to understand that there are certain trigger words that may make someone, you know, kind of react a certain way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's because you ain't dealt with it, man. You know what I'm saying? If I'm if I if I step up and say the B word, I ain't calling you a bitch. But if you if you fall in the characteristics of some of these bitch ass ways, then you might be a bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? You might need to check yourself, you know what I'm saying? Right. Before you run across somebody like me and I tell you about yourself. You know? <laughs> but but yeah, man, I mean you know, and, and another thing too, um, it, it allows you to, because people talk about man being being well traveled. Yeah, you know, being well traveled is, is something that people use to say that I've been around different cultures, I've been around different people. You know, but you ain't been around real people. You stayed your ass on a resort. You didn't go. <laughs> you didn't go out and you know and bitch ride and get you no thought ties and you know what I'm saying. You ain't, you ain't fool with the with the with the natives. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So therefore, you know you you still in that mindset. You still in that mindset just because you don't went to Chicago. That don't mean you know about gang culture because you don't went to Chicago. That's true. You know what I'm saying. You stayed over there with a like um. I said this too, man, when I lived in San Antonio, I say, man, San Antonio is very segregated. Yeah, that's true. And this is coming from Austin, and I had both of my kids there. You know, I stayed down there uh, a long time, but my parents still live there. But I say, San Antonio is very segregated. Mm -hmm. I say, you got east side, don't go to the west side. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> and, and I say that to say this here too, some people just, again, stay in those tourist areas. Yeah. So you don't know you don't know certain things because you only stay in those areas. Get get outside yourself, man. That's right. Get, get uncomfortable. That's when you find out who you really is. Yeah. That's how I know I ain't gay. I know <laughs> I ain't gay. I don't like that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just make me feel funny. It ain't because I'm I'm a homophobic. It's because I ain't gay. <laughs> <laughs> when you think about the state of comedy and where it's at right now, do you think? that people are a little bit more in their feelings versus maybe like two, three years ago? No, because I understand one thing when I get on stage, man, is that I'm only here to do one thing, and that's to make you laugh. Again, if that's if that's something, because I talk about everything, it's, it's nothing that I don't write on or don't touch on. Mm -hmm. So my whole, again, man, my, my state is to make you laugh. That's my whole objective up here. This is not a political platform. Mm -hmm. I don't care who you voted for. I don't care who you like to fuck. But I can only talk about my experience. That's all I'm here to talk about. Yeah. Maybe it was different for you, but this was my experience. And yeah. this shit was fun for me. After I dealt with it, it was funny. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about virtual comedy during COVID? You know, again, everything, you know, to where, you know, places are, are shut down and uh, a lot of, you know, social distancing and things like that. I know some of the clubs, they are a little, you know, less jam-packed than, than what they had been in the past. Nah, man, this, um, this is an art form, bro. You can't, you can't really, you can't put this art in a box. You can't put this art in a box, man. It's just like rap. 
so on and so forth. Every art form um, has its own genre. And if you're good enough with it, you can take it anywhere. That's I right. mean, I've done shows in alleys. I've done shows at, at what the little drive-in shit where you're talking <laughs> through the speaker. Yeah. You know, people selling their cars. I've done shit in the theater where there's been seated area where people just sitting over here. I've done shows where I'm right in the middle and I got to turn all the way around because people are on this side and on that side. <laughs> it's just, it allows me to, uh, again, man, be versatile. For sure. You know, and, um, and, and take risks and be like, okay, man, here's the setup. How am I going to do this? You know, this is the art, man. Uh, I posted something on social media today about a show I did last year. I did at a theater and like five minutes into the, to the whole set, my mic go out. Ooh. So I'm up here for 45 minutes. My mic go out. And we in a theater, bro. Yeah. So so that me that lets me know there's more than one mic. So I do the whole thing for 40 minutes. And you mean to tell me that there's there's no other mics in here? But one thing I realized is that when the mic went out and I put the mic down, I turned around. I learned this trick from Eddie Griffin. And he said, this is theater. My voice can project. That's what I said. I said, yeah, this is theater. Right. And my voice can project, and I did the whole rest of the 40 minutes with no mic. Damn, that's what's up. Again, man. Then again, man, not not just studying this craft, bro. Just 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 trying to dissect this craft yeah. from the Rudy to the Tootie, man. And 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 I don't even call myself a, a comedian. Mm-hmm. And I'm 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 open for some of the some some good people. And when it, and some people before I even go up, man, we're talking or whatever. I meet them, and they say, "Man, are you a comic?" Then you know we just talking like we're doing right now. We're just talking, yeah. and the brother say, "Man, are you are you a comedian?" And my response is no. And another comic, fellow comic, come up be like, "Hey, man, yeah, man, this is your opener, man, Lando, man. He's a comic. Mm. You can turn around, hey, man. I thought you said you wasn't a comedian. I was like, compared to you, yeah. who's been doing it." 20, 25 years. No, I am not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I haven't even been doing this thing for 10 years. So they say, man, uh, a lot of the greats say you don't find yourself until you've been doing this for about 10 years. Sure. So I don't, I just call myself an open mic, bro. And I have no shame in doing it. Um, because I'll tell you one story real quick, man. And I don't like the name drop or nothing, but this is just the story. So I was I was celebrating two years, man, of uh, doing stand up. So I, we driving up to uh, Houston, Houston Improv, mm-hmm. and I'm drinking. I'm in my addiction in, man. So I'm drinking, <laughs> and uh, get there, I'm wasted, homie. I go on stage, and I, I I had this bit, man, where I've changed it since then. But I had this bit where I talk about uh, comic. People who always make it famous always got the same story about sleeping in their cars and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Well, you'll never hear no shit like that for me. You know how many strong, independent bitches out here? I know <laughs> I've got a good enough dick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I got the trash. I can, you know, I just went into depth and I and I kind of dug into it, bro, to the point where the homie was doing a podcast after that and he was like, hey, chef, man. You know, after the show, 
meet me at the uh, in the green room. We're gonna do the podcast. So I'm like, man, man, cool. So I go in there. Ali Sadiq is coming out. Oh yeah. And I love telling this story, man, because this story means so much to me. It's gonna sound fucked up, but it means a lot to me. So he's coming in and say, hey man, you the dude to celebrate two years, right? And I'm like, yeah, because I'm in I'm in groupie mode now. I'm like, yeah, one of my dudes. <laughs> you know, he know who I am. Yeah, he's like, man, sit your two-year joke telling ass down somewhere. <laughs> 20 years, man. Dang. And I was like, well, you could just almost, if they had a camera on me, you can almost tell when my heart <laughs> just dropped. And I was like, Ooh. oh man, what the fuck? But then after that, I said all that to say this here. After that, I really took this uh, craft seriously. No, that's true. That's true. You do have to master your craft. You're absolutely right. And that's not just, you know, in comedy. That's like any industry. Yeah, for sure. You have to you have to know before you get a black belt, before you get a black belt, man, you have to know all the basics. That's what a black belt is. You have you have conquered and mastered all the basics in karate. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So that's when, when you think about that, you like what? Mm-hmm. So that white belt, that green belt, that that just mean I got the kick right? Yeah, that would take me. You just got the kick right. Oh, I just got the punch right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And yes. do study for that black belt, man, nonstop for five plus years, bro. Yeah. Just to know the basics, man, of mm. karate. Okay. So. So yeah, man. I, I mean, I, I I ran into so many guys, man. That's six months in, and they got merch and and, and business cards and shit. And I was like, ah, oh, right, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, man. You want? It's my business card, man. I was like, okay, all right. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, man. I've been killing it. <laughs> I was like, really? Like, yeah, man. Selling that shit. You know? I'm like, okay, all right, man. I'm from New York, and they get on stage and they eat a bowl of dicks. Damn. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right, that's 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 what you've been. <laughs> you know, you in Texas now. Them same jokes don't work. Yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? We don't ride subways here in Texas. Now that shit works in Chicago. That shit don't work here, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, all right, six months guy. You know what I'm saying? I got two years and the motherfucker shut me down. So, you know I'm <laughs> Obviously, you need, to, <laughs> you need to keep working, bro. But, you know, it is what it is, man. It's all, it's all a learning experience, man. We don't know who's going to make it, man. That's what I remind myself. I don't know who's going to make it. You know? sure. So, I don't, I don't, it's definitely funny, though. <laughs> it's definitely funny to see that, you know. Yeah. You know, the bringer guy brings the bringer guy brings 15, 20 people to an open mic to see him die slow on stage. <laughs> that's always funny, man. Oh, that's true right there. <laughs> okay, and one of the last questions is who are your top five dead or alive comedians? That's that's always hard, man. Cause they shift, man. Uh, I would say I would say Ralphie May. I would say uh, Mitch Hedberg. Uh, okay. Both of those are dead already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mitch Hedberg, man. Uh, shit, Patrice O'Neill. Uh, uh, goddamn, man. Um, Hicks. Hicks was another motherfucker, man. Uh, 
Shit. Um, I'll put TK Kirkland up there too, man. Okay. I got a chance to open up for him one time, man, and I got the nod. I got the nod, and that was good enough for me. <laughs> you know what the nod is? No, no. <laughs> the nod is is the approval because a lot of those old heads they don't they don't tell you they don't tell you did good. They just give you the nod, like okay. <laughs> All right, gonna make me work. You know what I'm saying? So I got the I got the nod, man, and that was that was good enough for me, man. Um, so it's him or Patrice O'Neal, T.K. Curtin, Ralphie May, Hicks. Yeah, that's fine. So do you happen to have any upcoming shows that people could go ahead and check you out? Shit, it is COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Them motherfuckers change their mind like a woman wanting to go get something to eat. Oh, <laughs> so I was supposed to be at, I was supposed to be at the uh, Santa Cruz, I believe, man, this weekend. I think that's uh, 24th, the 24th. That's the Sunday, Santa Cruz Theater. Um, where else I'm supposed to be? Just, uh, man, follow me at Instagram at Funny Man Ship, man. I, I'll post it. When, when I when that show's coming up, I'll be forgetting, man. So y'all go ahead and check out Lando, a.k.a. Funny Man Shep, if he happens to be in your area. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining King of the House. All right, for sure, brother. Thank you for the opportunity. And that's it. We out. All right, brother. Peace.